Hi friend, do you want to experience more energy, vitality, and flow in your life? Well, be sure to go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and check out the supplement section. We have all of your favorites back in stock. Vegan Vitality and Vegan Powder Protein are two of the favorites that go very quickly. So if you're into protein and vitality, be sure to check those out. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I am your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is a Monday Mindset episode, so I'm very excited to start off the week here. I hope you are too, and when I do Monday Mindset episodes, it's largely because I'm recognizing the opportunity for myself to really set a good intention, a good tone for the week and to be very on purpose and purposeful and be able to be very productive and all that good stuff. I've had a great weekend where I did very little, which was awesome because that's how how I roll on the weekend sometimes, friends. I just want to do as little as possible. Is that lazy? Heck yeah, it is. And awesome. So what did I do? Nothing that, well, I got to see, um, it was uh, one of my good friends, longtime friends, Elena and I, our friend's son's birthday. So that was very cool. And their kids are right about the same age as our kids, which is really, really cool. And they are, you know, they live not too far away. But, you know, we don't get to see them all the time. But it's really nice when we do get to see them. We did some bowling. So that was super fun. And uh, the kiddos got to see each other for a little bit. And uh, we got to, us, Elena and I got to see um, the parents, which are our friends. So that was cool, too. And, and you know, it's hectic because there's a bunch of kids running around and that whole scene. So um, it's not like the most relaxing and <laughs> deep conversation time, but it's cool to just catch up and say hi. And so that was very nice. And then we got to chill the rest of the weekend. I watched a bit of the Hunger Games part to Catching Fire, uh, Elena got me the uh, DVD set for my birthday recently, super exciting. What does that have to do with anything? It has to do with figuring out what things are, things that refresh and re-energize you, and making a conscious um, decision to do those things, and that way you can feel that you hit those goals and that you feel it makes you feel good when you hit goals it makes you feel good when you set out to do something and you accomplish it you accomplish it right if you've got a checklist and you're checking those check boxes off it feels pretty darn good so going into the week recharged is a huge part of then being able to have a great week right and if you didn't that's okay too because now it's an opportunity to to start things off on the right foot, to set some intentions and some goals and be able to start fresh and say, hey, you know, maybe the weekend sucked, but it's behind me now and I can move forward to hit these things. So getting into the mindset for Monday and for the week is really important to take a look down the line and see where this week is going to play in the bigger scheme of things for you. So if you are wanting to build a business or you already have a business and you want to hit a certain financial goal or some other kind of product production goal, being able to reverse engineer the steps 
that it's going to take to get there and breaking those down into daily actionable goals or uh, what's sometimes referred to as a DAC, Daily Activities Checklist. And be sure that you're hitting those goals or those action steps on a daily or weekly uh, consistency basis, right? So I saw a really neat post recently that comes to mind. It's uh, a dream with a deadline is a goal. A goal with broken down into steps is a plan. And that is huge, that concept. So having a dream is great, right? We should all hopefully have dreams and they're awesome and they make us feel good when we think about it. Now, if we're just thinking about them and we have no intention of going after them or making them a reality, nothing wrong with that. Just recognize, you know, maybe it's a daydream or a fantasy or whatever versus something that is a dream that you actually want to experience or that you want to make come true. There's a difference, right? There's a difference in the level of action that we take toward it to make it a real thing. There's a difference in the level of commitment to making it happen, right? If it's just a dream, it's just, ah, you know, whatever. If it happens, it happens. Okay, well, chances are it probably won't. Maybe it could. But if we're not doing anything to actually make it happen, probably not. Now, if it is a dream that we had about doing something or having something or being something and we really want it to happen, when do we want it to happen by? Is this a lifelong dream? Is this um, you know, something that would be cool to happen and we really want it to happen but we don't actually want to put or, or maybe we don't even know where to start sometimes with these kind of things, right? Maybe it's so ambitious or big that you don't even have a framework for getting started, which uh, can happen if we're really ambitious or we have lofty goals. So in that case, is there somebody who has gone before us who has done something similar or done the exact thing that we want to do? How can we model them? What was their trajectory? What was the, the actions that they started doing that got them to that point? And how can we start to implement those same processes or systems or actions into our lives? habits into our lives, okay? And that comes back to habits. And habits are kind of the daily routine or the things that we do habitually, right? And if we're not clear about those, then we're probably getting results in our life that are largely unconscious to us. We're not, or maybe we're very conscious of them, but we don't see how the habits that we keep in our lives are creating that experience in our lives, right? So how can we become more aware of that correlation between the things that we are experiencing and having and wanting and the things that we are doing in our lives to create or continue creating that experience for us? So looking down the line again, if we are to say, okay, well, I want, so I'll give you some examples of what I'm doing for this week, maybe give you some good insights. So uh, where I'm at right now, it's uh what month are we in? We're in September and I'm in September I should say. <laughs> well the people around me also are. But by the time you're listening to this, who knows when it'll be. So I've got I'm looking down the line. I've got a bunch of DJ gigs coming up, which I had backed off of taking gigs for a good while, but now I'm taking them again. Uh, I've got a manager who is really awesome guy. Gets me lots of gigs. I don't have to worry about the management of the paperwork, management of the 
booking the gigs, of keeping in contact with the folks, with any of this stuff. I just basically show up and play. It's really awesome. I like that. Now, could I make more money if I was doing it all myself? Heck yeah, and I have. But here's the thing, guys. It, I also now am at a point in my life and business and career where, um, you know, I see tremendous value in having somebody like him who can do these things. And he, I think, enjoys it, and I think he's really good at it. And so, um, and I don't enjoy that part. You know, I enjoy just being able to go to a gig, show up, shake hands with the people for the first time, play a gig, and be out. You know, there's a lot of, it takes a lot of stress off of me. It really does. And to for him to get a cut, he's happy, keeps him motivated and booking me, and uh, keeps me happy and less burnt out. So it's win-win. And it took me a long time to get to that point. So it's, you know, it's not for everybody. Um, but it's a value that I've recognized now in my life. So there's other areas in my life that are similar. Like I've always, I've often been somebody who has wanted to do it all myself. Like if I cut this person out and save money with that, then I'll do it. If I could build a system around this and cut that out, then I'll do it. And then there's times more and more now where it's like, no, you know what? It's nice to have somebody that is motivated in that job to do that thing for themselves. And that allows me to focus on the parts that I'm good at and that I like. So goals. Uh, next month, September, yeah, it's already next month, I'm going to a big boot camp, a training boot camp about learning about commercial real estate investing, something that I've been interested in over the years, and it was something that I was thinking would still be a good three to five years off before I really started digging in, and, and recently I've started to see, you know, actually this is an opportunity coming up really quick, and although I maybe wasn't ready for it uh, a month or two ago, uh, a couple, eh, probably a few months back, I was kind of thinking still, it was like, ah, five years down the road. Now I started thinking, you know, I'm getting a lot of these other infrastructure things in place with Finder Flow that I've been working on for a long, long time, and uh, some other things and just life in general, that this would be a good time. I see the opportunity unfolding, and I want to take advantage of it, and I want to be able to start building wealth in the commercial space sooner rather than later. So the sooner I can get this information downloaded into my brain, into my the vocabulary of successful commercial investors, start to learn the language, start to practice it, the sooner I'll be able to start doing these things for myself and my business and my family and my community. So what kind of things do I want to do with commercial real estate? Well, I'm looking at some of my dreams. What are some of my dreams? Uh, one of my dreams has always been to have a record label, which I've had since 19, no, 2003. December 2003 is when I founded Level 3 Records, and I wasn't doing traditional record label type releases and things because I ended up actually focusing a lot more on event production because that just came a lot more naturally to me. We were recording music, we were putting it out there, but we were largely just giving it away for free. We were putting out mixed albums, mixtapes on CD, so mixed CDs, and uh, getting them out there, using those to promote our events, to get people to come out to our shows. And I was organizing the events and booking the DJs and promoting the events, get people there, and networking, and et cetera, et cetera. 
Hi, friend. Winston here. Thank you for listening to the Find Your Flow podcast. I really appreciate you spending time here. So I want to hook you up with some free stuff from the Find Your Flow shop and uh, some awesome discounts. So go ahead over to findyourflow.com forward slash podcast VIP. That's podcast VIP as in very important person as you are to me for being a subscriber to the podcast on your favorite listening station such as iTunes or Spotify or whatever. And I appreciate you so much for listening go there put in your name and email address findyourflow.com forward slash podcast vip and i will send you some cool stuff thank you again friend for listening take care and back to the show so that was a dream come true because I was working to make it happen and then I also got lucky because I was in the scene for a long time and I had my heart you know passion and just putting so much time and energy and meeting new people and then I would meet somebody who really liked my style of music and what I was doing and um, a great great lady who um, liked my style she booked me as a uh, regular DJ for a club in uh, Hillcrest so I became a um, so I started to get these reoccurring gigs, right? Gigs that were, um, and there's a term for it that I'm blanking on. I've been out of scene so long. But basically, I would have like a, you know, a bi-weekly or monthly event at this club and then a weekly at this other club and, uh, you know, an off night at this club. And so it started residencies. Thank you. Okay. A residency at these various clubs throughout San Diego. And then, um, you know, it started to build a rotation with the guys on my roster, couple of my good buddies who are DJs and producers. So that was kind of the the way I did it for a long time. And then during the day, I would go teach music to private schools or private students of my own. And it was a very nice lifestyle I was able to live for a long time, playing music and DJing and teaching music. So those were, my dream came true. I'm, you know, I was very fortunate to live out that dream for a long time. And then as I got older, it kind of shifted into the commercial stuff uh, with not commercial real estate, commercial DJing, commercial events, and uh, emceeing and that kind of stuff for commercial events because there's a lot more money there. And as I got older and that became more important, my wife and I got older and you know our lifestyles changed and all that good stuff. So anyway, um, part of that dream has been to have... Well, to be able to give back through music, that's one thing I was able to do through teaching. I had some really influential music teachers that inspired me as I was young and growing up. And so I wanted to be able to provide that for youngsters as they were getting older. And I felt like I've been able to do that over the years. I've been very, very fortunate to be able to do that. And so another way that I want to be able to do that is with uh, music studios. Be able to have rehearsal spaces for bands and for uh, teachers to give lessons and to be able to put on shows and that's even been expanded now because one thing that um, I used to do work with a guy named Sugar and Sugar and uh, his the Infusion Project and that was basically a band of artists doing you know DJing music doing uh, live painting doing just really cool live stuff we do these events that were there's live music and live painting and uh, live DJs, I should say, sometimes live music. I'd jump on saxophone sometimes, and there was a band XIV here at San Diego would also play live and some other really cool artists. So 
live music, DJ music, uh, live painting, live art, right? Just these cool art events. And so I was thinking, wow, it'd be cool to have a studio where we could have, you know, painters and dancers and or, you know, actors and bands and DJs and all these different kinds of artists and in one central, you know, they each could have their own rental space and then we could have a big event space for doing events, right? So that's kind of the dream. And then, you know, ideally be able to have music students and whatnot come through during the day and, uh, you know, a little coffee shop to chill and do live shows during the day. That's a little bit more of the daytime orientation. And then the night shows, which are a little bit more fun and crazy for the nighttime stuff. So that's the dream. Now, how would I be able to pull this off? Well, we could rent a space, but really I want to own it. I want to own the space. How do I do that? I don't know. I've got a vague idea. And, and I feel drawn that this commercial real estate academy that I'm going to is going to help me fill in the blanks because I'm going to meet people who are already in the space and know a heck of a lot more than me. I'm going to get to learn from experts from some of the best in the darn world. For real, I'm excited. So this is the action that I'm taking toward making that dream a reality. And so here I am about a month out from that. What am I going to do to prepare this week to make that time I have as efficient and as effective as I possibly can. So I got to be thinking ahead, right? I'm going to need some business cards. I haven't had any business cards printed in a while, but what kind of business cards? I have a lot of different niches and businesses that I am involved with. So I want to be very strategic. And so I'm uh, reaching out to my friend, Christine, who is the author of The Co-Living Code, a, um, a very disruptive book in the real estate industry. She's doing some really neat things with the way she is teaching people to build houses, or not build houses, but um, build living spaces, co-living spaces. So people that are of kindred spirits being able to rent out a house together and really make it more than just a traditional housemate type of situation like taking it to the next level and it's really exciting for social flow i'm really excited about it to be involved with it i've got an interview with her somewhere on the podcast so be sure to look up christine mcdaniel or co-living on the find your flow website you can go to findyourflow.com forward slash co-living c-o-l-i-v-i-n-g and learn all about it if you're interested in that there's as somebody who is looking to live in a co-living space as somebody who might be interested in starting their own co-living space there's a lot of neat things you could do to have your rent completely covered and live with people who are going to empower you and support you and that you can do the same for them just amazing neat stuff that she's doing there so looking at your goals breaking those down so for me i'm looking uh about a month ahead i know there's some other things i need to do so if i'm going to create these business cards i got to make sure i have a good offer associated with those i'm going to build out the landing page that i'm going to send people to and the squeeze page to get people to opt in for my free offer and then what am i selling at the end of the day what is the you know i've got a couple of things i want to be able to offer one i want to be able to offer syndicated real estate investments so the turnkey cash flow opportunities so I can say to somebody, hey, you don't want to learn all this stuff. You don't want to go look, um, you know, around for these properties and do all this due diligence and legwork and contracts and this and that. 
great, I'll take care of that. If you've got the money and you want to put it to work, maybe it's sitting in a 401k, maybe it's sitting in a bank earning jack squat, uh, you can invest it here and you know be backed by this real estate investment and put your money to work for you. So that's kind of the idea. That's one of the big ones. And so I think that is going to be the uh, turnkey cash flow property dot com singular turnkey cash flow property dot com is going to be one where i'm probably working i think the goal is going to be like one or two maybe three big commercial multi-unit type investment projects a year maybe one or two to start and that's kind of the plan for that and then i've got this uh you know kind of more artist live music venue slash practice rehearsal studio space thing. I don't know the timeline on that. I'm not going to push it. Just playing it by ear. <laughs> and that's kind of the project with that. So I'm going to start putting some feelers out, see how many people are interested in something like that in my area. And then I'm going to go to this boot camp in about a month and month and a half and figure out how to actually make that happen. So that's what I'm working on this week. A couple big things. I got to get this. Uh, I've also got a client who I'm doing some marketing for, so I got to wrap that up and get that going. It's a little bit behind, but it's also turned into a slightly bigger project than I originally anticipated, and that's how these things go sometimes. So those are my big projects for the week, and I'm going to, once I get into the office, I'm going to kind of block out how much time I think each project is going to take, and then I'm going to put those time blocks into my schedule so I can see where and when I'm actually going to get to work on these specific things to have the most impact for my week and for my month and for next month and therefore for my life, right? So I'm looking at the bigger picture, my bigger dreams, chunking them down into actionable items, such as this boot camp that I signed up for. I already signed up for it, already registered, got my plane figured out, got my hotel figured out, all that. It's not stuff I'm generally that good at, but I sat down and blocked out time and made it happen. So I'm very proud of myself for that. Now I get to go and make that happen start working on the that that part of the dream okay what things you see down the line that you can start to work on this month or this week and what kind of action steps do you need to take now to set yourself up for that success down the road that's just i don't know the answer to that that's that's for you to answer you can write it down i would encourage you to write it down i'd encourage you to put a date by the date that you're writing it down because there's so many times I go back and look at notes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I'm working on this thing. I look at the date I wrote it. It's like, oh, that was five years ago I started this. Shoot, this has taken me considerably longer than I ever imagined. And that's just the way it goes with some of this stuff, especially if you're not aware of the dates and your timelines and that sort of stuff can slip by really quick. So I encourage you to write down the dates for the start date and the completion date. Make these goals. Break them down into actionable steps so that you have a plan and then start working your plan to make your dreams a reality so that's it for today's monday mindset and mind flow hope you enjoyed it get out there make your dreams come true and until next time my friend be flowing hey thanks for listening friend by the way do you like essential oils me too did you know you can go to findyourflow.com forward slash shop and pick up some essential oils? Yeah, get them while they're going. And until next time, friend, be flowing.